Hey everyone, just real quick before this episode begins, I want to apologize for the audio quality. It looks like it was picking up the audio from my car's Bluetooth instead of my phone, and so it sounds very echoey, just low quality. And I do apologize for that. I didn't do a check to see how it sounded before recording the whole episode. Uh, But I hope you still listen. I'm trying to prioritize just releasing this episode and prioritizing content over the quality because I think there's still a lot of great information that I um, that I shared here so hope you still enjoy and thank you for listening hi everyone welcome to sunny commutes podcast episode 38 and this is where I talk web development business and other related topics I know it's been a while I think it's been about three weeks since I've done an episode uh, but I've been busy and actually want to talk on this episode about one of the projects that I've been busy with Uh, something that I just launched. So I did a tutorial series on how to build a website. It's a video series, and it's on a website called Skillshare. So Skillshare.com, they reached out to me, and basically what they are is a subscription-based service, and they offer different video courses, you know, taught by people like me, where you can go and learn on different topics in web development or anything technology-based, Um, They also have, like, creativity stuff, so if you want to learn photography or videography, uh, just many different things, and it's, like, nice short videos. Uh, So, yeah, so they reach out to me. They're not sponsoring, but they did reach out to me and ask me if I wanted to do a course on there on uh, web development. So what I did is I want to reach as many people as possible, but also I want to just kind of share the skill or kind of my love for uh, like my passion for web development I want to share that with other people and I think that it's something that a lot of people that don't have any background in uh, programming they kind of think of it as something that's um, very kind of alienated like it's something that they can't get into you know it's very complicated you have to be really really good at math or stuff like that um, but that's not the case. Uh, I, you know, I have an hour worth of videos on there in this class, and and so basically in an hour uh, or about in that time, you can watch those videos, follow along, and build build your own website. And I think that's really cool. Um, just you know, being able to share kind of that knowledge and um, kind of my process also in how I learned web development because I just got very curious about it. I self-taught myself. Um, And, yeah, so I I think it's very useful. Uh, I will have a link in the description and the show notes for this episode. And that link actually gets you two free months of Skillshare. So you can use that time to watch my course. You can watch many other different uh, courses on there as well. I know that Sarah Dietschy, um, who's a YouTuber that... I watched, um, she did a video course on there on how to vlog. And so lots of people on there doing many different uh, courses. So uh, check it out. But on what I want to talk about today is uh, the teaching process. And if I think it's something that I recommend to people, uh, you know, if you should teach or not in your area of expertise. And also share a little bit about my setup um, my workflow in recording video and screencasts and, um, and editing as well. So uh, I will share that. It's not something that is great in terms of, you know, on a podcast, 
um, which is why I will do a video on my YouTube channel to do a better visual for that. But, um, but I do want to talk about it, and I think it'll be quite useful, so stay tuned. All right, so let's dive into the teaching aspect. And I want to make a few points on this because while I think that, you know, a lot of people will not look at teaching as something that is very beneficial, um, not something that maybe they're good at and so they decide not to do it, but I'm by no means an expert when it comes to teaching. Um, it's something that is a skill that I'm trying to hone. I'm trying to improve on it because it, it's a combination of things, you know, mostly communication, because my communication skills is something that I am trying to improve, be able to more easily and better uh, explain what I'm thinking, uh, talk about my ideas, and, um, and share knowledge as well. That's very important to me. I don't want to keep knowledge to myself. And that's one of the main things, like, I have this kind of different experience when I learn something and get a lot better at it. I don't lose that original sense of when I first learned it. And that's something that when a lot of other people teach, they kind of lose that. They assume a lot about the person that's trying to learn. And so it becomes very confusing when you're trying to read an article or watch a tutorial and you just get very confused. You know, they throw all these words at you or they just assume uh, different things in terms of what you already know. And so you're just sitting there like, okay, I cannot wrap my head around this. And so what I try to do is simplify it. And so that's one of the main things. But in terms of benefits, uh, I think the main one is that by teaching, you actually end up learning yourself. Because if you think about it, when you, when you try to, um, or actually when you already know something, you know, you know how to do it, you know, go through the motions of it. But when you get really good at it, you don't really think about it too much. And so when you try to explain and teach that to someone else, you actually have to kind of, um, you know, go back to a higher level of thinking where you have to generalize it again and kind of relearn it like as you would have initially, because maybe you don't necessarily understand it. You just like understand how to use it, if that's making sense. So essentially you have to, um, in a way, relearn it where you can better explain it to someone else. And you may find things that you actually didn't know. And so, you know, you become even better uh, at that skill by teaching it to someone else. So I think that's a really big benefit. And finally, for anyone that doesn't think they're good enough to teach on a topic, um, this kind of goes back to the previous point where you end up learning it yourself. You can also uh, kind of document your process of learning something, and it's a really great perspective when you're new to something and you try to teach that to someone because the person learning is also new to it. And so you can share, okay, you know, I was confused on this, so here's how I went about um, figuring out what this means. So you're kind of like both in the same boat and it's very relatable. So I don't think that you need to be an expert in what you're teaching. Um, in fact, a lot of people will, a lot of the times, question your expertise in something. So it's better actually not to market yourself as an expert, but someone that is more relatable and, you know, hey, I don't know everything about this, but I think I kind of know what I'm talking about and 
you know, and I think that this will be useful to you, uh, which doesn't sound very convincing. You know, you can rephrase that in different ways, but uh, I think you get the idea there. And now I just want to quickly share my workflow for the videos that I recorded. And I ran through a lot of technical issues, so I will talk a little bit about that. But basically it consists of two parts. One is just me being in front of the camera. So that was for the introduction and conclusion of the class. And it was really just me in front of the camera talking about the class, but also sharing about myself so that uh, the audience can get to know me a little bit. And then there was the screencasting portion, which is where you can see my screen. And um, I just, you know, voice over it, sharing, you know, you know, typing code and talking about it, or maybe I'm doing slides um, in a presentation. So, so those two parts, um, in terms of the, the first video where it's me in front of the camera. So I just used my phone and I really set it up where it looks like, well, like it looks like it doesn't, I didn't record it on my phone. And that's because I had a good lighting setup. Uh, I had, you know, I talked very loudly, but I also, when I was editing in iMovie, I, um, I increased the volume on there. So it kind of sounds like I have decent uh, audio and decent video quality. Um, you know, and I obviously I cut different uh, parts of the video. I also had different angles as well. So using a little bit of filmmaking skills that <laughs> I learned off YouTube, quite honestly. Uh, but Skillshare also has really great guides on this. A lot of the stuff that I knew already, I saw that they were suggesting it. So that was really great. It was helpful because I remembered like, oh, okay, let me make sure I do different angles and I have good lighting and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but overall, those parts were, were kind of easy. I did do a script ahead of time so that I didn't have a lot of ums and uhs like I do on these podcasts because I don't have a script on these. Um, but that makes it a lot more smoother and more natural, more professional, I guess. And then for the screencasting, so I ran through a lot of technical issues because I wanted the video to be full 1080p. And I was using different software like OBS, but I had a lot of CPU issues with that. It also was very blurry and I couldn't figure out why. Eventually, I learned that it was because I have a retina display. And so I actually have to record in 2K, which is double the size of 1920 by 1080, which I think is, what, 3860 by, or 3840 by 2160, something like that. Um, uh, those numbers are probably completely wrong, by the way, but, uh, but basically twice the, the size of HD. And so uh, eventually I just ended up buying ScreenFlow. It's Mac only, but there are many you know, software out there. Like my main thing about it is that, yes, it's $130, I think, but it's something that worked for me. And so for me, I just decided, Hey, uh, I'm going to go ahead and buy something that I know will work. And it also has a built-in editor, which is really nice. So that's the main way I was able to get these videos, these screencasts out very quickly because I had to record, I think, I think it was like 12 videos or 10 videos. So it was a lot of different um, videos that I had to record and edit. And so being able to do that right away where I can just record, uh, you know, I can have different parts and I can pause and edit. And so if I mess up, I can just do that or fix that in post-production or just like re-record it right away. 
So it's a really nice workflow when you can record, edit, record, edit, and then finalize the video from there. And so yeah, so that's basically it, quite honestly. I think for the most part, you need to set aside time. You need to do a lot of preparation. I had a whole outline that I, that I made and Skillshare did a great job in helping me out. I was, you know, going back and forth with them in terms of email and they sent me all the right steps that I, had, I should follow to, um, you know, be successful on their platform. So uh, the, the link is in the description. I really hope you do check it out. Uh, you get two free months, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping that even if you are already a web developer, maybe you can offer me some feedback and that would be a great way for me to improve my craft in teaching and communication and that is something that I'm also trying to improve on this podcast because I'm not the best speaker but uh, I do want to share hopefully useful knowledge and uh, see where that goes so yeah I hope you enjoyed what I shared on this episode uh, we'll get back hopefully on a regular schedule I want to post at least once a week um, you know hopefully more than that but that's kind of my my minimum and so, yeah, so if you enjoyed, let me know. You can tweet me at SunnySync.io, uh, and I'll catch you guys later.